use any up on my computer and then drop it in here but I can only do 30 minutes this is fine this 30 minutes will be a good test to try to get the the kinks out into this into this new podcast that I'm going to be trying to do uh, I don't know if I'm going to upload necessarily this podcast this episode but I want to, to hear myself do this, do the podcast, do the radio show, so I can see if this is a, if this is a good microphone. If I have to go buy another one, so I can see quite a few things. I can gauge the length that it takes to read one of these scripts out. So that way, I'll be able to really discern. Uh, quite a bit of differences here uh, on this new show so um, in in doing this new show this new podcast uh, you know I started writing this this the script for this and I've already got a pre-written script that I wrote some months ago that I think I can do for the for the first story and then just have conversation for the next couple of hours of the podcast, radio show, whatever you want to call it. But the the script here, I think I'm going to go with this uh, central paragraph as the intro, basically the intro to every uh, major episode that I do. Um, so this particular script that I wrote was called The Great... I started off as the crucial battle because I was writing it as a different type of speech uh, for my for my campaign. But when I decided to do the radio show, I decided to change it, and I'm going to be writing on this one. This is really going to be the the pilot script uh, for the very first episode. But there's parts and pieces of it that I can use for this test program, and so particularly this part right here. Now here in these the days, the most crucial moments in our modern history, we are faced with the task of keeping our nation. In the most circumstantial ways possible, we will be able to either make or break our nation. To avoid sounding coy, I will not quote Benjamin Franklin, but the sentiment is much the same. I have sat back for years and I have observed the changing of this nation and perhaps this is only a seasonal change but it is a grave disservice to our country you see the greatness of america is a course of events that's almost fantasy-like the story of how it all began the victory against the greatest odds and the revolutionary idea of freedom and independence are this are what cements the birth of america to the legendary status of the great 300 or the renaissance here in America, the story of positive change never ends. From the founding, from the founding of a nation, to the ending of slavery, to building the Panama Canal, to the winning of two world wars, to increasing the quality of living to all those which are around us, is the greatest story ever told: the story of America. And I think I'll use that 
particular part I wanted to start to, to start my thing this particular phrase right here I might have to edit it a little bit to make it better but from the founding of a nation to the ending of slavery to the building of the Panama Canal to the winning of two world wars to the increasing of the quality of living for all those around us this is the greatest story ever told the story of America and that's sort of where I'm going to start my episodes with those things I've got friends of mine that are working on trying to get all of the transitions and sound effects and things that you need for a really good radio show but I wanted to, to start this and try to get it started with because I think having more uh, education and information out there you know Many, many years have gone by. People have, have asked me to become an educator, to be a teacher, and I've turned that down for years and years and years. But as I'm sitting back and I'm looking at the other lack of education and common sense and the, the application of experiences and wisdom in our society today, I'm starting to think more and more that maybe um, teaching might be something that I have to do. Because it doesn't seem as though there's anybody that's willing to teach the truth to this generation of indolent children. So, you know, we'll, we'll get into the talking part of the episode, but I want to gauge how long it's going to take to to read a four, five, maybe six, maybe sometimes seven or ten page script that's been pre-written by myself as a story for America. And so this one was my one of my unification speeches, but I changed it later on to a letter that I, that I wrote and sent to Congress. But I think it's very applicable for, uh, for launching a story for the pilot of the story of America because it's basically a sequence of events that talks about the greatness and the founding of our country and all of the different generations that we've had to come through. And so let, I'll, I'll read it here and... You guys can tell me what you think about it. So long within our communities and within our country, we have allowed the manipulations of the media, the indoctrinations of liberally infiltrated schools and corrupt ideologues in the form of politicians to control how we think, how we feel, and how we speak. We have forsaken our responsibility to uphold the Constitution and to exercise our individualism through constructive critical thinking. We've allowed bureaucrats to distract us from the old ways of the Pharisees as they destroyed the very foundation of our moral and civil systems of discourse. The ideal purpose for this, for which our morality is given shape and form, they have all but completely banned God from our way of life They've even equated our God with pure evil. So polarizing and divisive has our country become. We are not able to speak to one another without hate and contempt for each other. And as I watch this untold, as I watch this unfold, I think of Paul as he observed the corruption of the churches and of the government. He cannot sit idly by, and so he had to remind them of what it means to be a part of the body of Christ. And in this manner, and in, and in many cases, yeah, 
And as I go back and look at this, I should have edited this paper when I was writing it. But and in many cases, he had reprimanded them for their behavior and set them on a straight and narrow path. And so, much like Paul, I cannot stand idly by and do nothing either. This country is the greatest country to ever exist, and we have produced the world's finest people. We revolutionized the world more times than any other civilization in human history. Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence to show old King George that we would not allow government to control our lives nor consistently rob us of our freedoms by levying wars and creating massive taxes against us. We later went on to write the single greatest political doctrine ever written, the United States Constitution. And as the founding fathers sat there, they for the very first time to debate the most important piece of legislation ever drafted, ever derived, they say they were so enthusiastic that John Hancock gleefully signed the large and large letters to the Constitution. And as the ink dried and General Wash and General Washington, General George Washington became the first president of the United States of America, and he set the standard and precedent for which president should be. And so the great Western expanse began from Lewis and Clark to the Louisiana Purchase and the Great Texas War at the Alamo. Our country was slowly formed. And then the radical idea of the abolishment of a long-held traditional economic system of extremely low wage, if any wage at all, the and the region persecuted itself to the president. No, oh, wait a second. Presented. Oh, yeah and presented itself to the president at the time, Abraham Lincoln, in the form of a free man and one of America's premier philosophical minds, Frederick Douglass. The spark of the rights to the freedom guaranteed by the Constitution, by the right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, which is enshrined in our Declaration of Independence, these things were that the nation would rise up during the Civil War to be the first country in modern recorded history to outlaw slavery, patronage, and anything of the sort, to, in the, to the industrial age of John D. Rockefeller and Andrew Carnegie and Henry Ford and the creation of the assembly line, to the First World War in 1914 and the imperialist march afterwards under Teddy Roosevelt, who is responsible for the creation of the Great Panama Canal, to the Roaring Twenties of Woodruff Wilson and Cool Cal, or Calvin Coolidge as we remember him, to the Great Depression under Warren G. Harding and his Ohio gang. But even in all of these turmoil and all of this this mayhem, there was still hope during these times. We also ushered in women's suffrage and women who were gained the right to vote, the end of prohibition. And then there was Franklin Delano Roosevelt and his alphabet soup policy. And even during that of the ABC and the New Deal, still tragedy and horror would face us with the second world war the great world war ii and after the nation rallied after the death of its longest sitting president 
Harry S. Truman has some massive shoes to fill. And with the Cold War under JFK through Reagan, we found we found another dark time, but also a time of great hope. The civil rights movement ushered by Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and many others in cities that were hard-fought battles in. Lyndon B. Johnson, with the support of his Republican colleagues, signed the Civil Rights Act in 1968, and the rapid progression of America since then should be awe-inspiring. But all I see and have seen has been complaints from people that were never born in that era, and that never have nor ever will live through anything like that. And the harshness of the elderly that lived in the era seemed to have been stoked under President Barack Obama and the previous administration, who should have, by all means, been a beacon of hope. But instead, his message was to disintegrate America and tear down the public, the publicly, um, on these I'm going to have to definitely redo this episode because there's a lot of stuff in here that I did not uh, read over. I wrote this months ago. I should have proofread it. And tear down publicly the progress of our country. And even after his presidency ended, he continues to go overseas and berate our country to those that have been hostile towards us. And now, under the Trump administration, the hatred and division has crested as those who have remained silent over the years have now finally had enough. The America that I was born into was not this full of hate. The America that I was born into was not under the threat of socialism. The America that I was born into was not so uneducated on history. The America that I that I know was pro freedom philosophy pro-freedom, philosophical debate, proper education and freedom of thoughts and freedom to choose and freedom of leisures. When I was a child, you didn't see any of these lunacies. When I was a child, you didn't call someone a racist. When I was a child, we were taught to be respectful and we shared the golden rule that was taught to us in the church. And I was so confused and in utter shock to see and hear the land-based attacks and most petty and the most petty of levels. And to see adults in the media I once respected placate the false portentous storm they have created and utterly it is utterly appalling to me. It is now about time that we got back to the basics in America. America is a country that works at its finest when we can all engage actively and civilly. The founders and freedom fighters would be sickened at the state of our country politically. 
the founders never intended for life term politi- politicians to run our country because they knew that loyalty would shift away from the people and more towards the establishments that funds them. Martin Luther King nor Malcolm X would, n- would ever have wanted history to be weaponized by politically motivated movements to be to infiltrate our education systems and attack our on our race of people. They would be appalled at the lack of faith within this country today. There would be and should be outrage in this country from the sheer utter lack of education and critical thinking in our world today. They'd all be shocked at the removal of personal accountability and responsibility allowed to exist within our country today. They would bleed from the destruction and complete loss of respect up for the history that made our country so great. We used to take pride in our country. I remember the movies and the songs that we used to that used to be made all the time about our country. When I was a child, I remember the pride that my folks used to tell me to have in myself and in the time in which I was born. We used to praise philosophical fellowships of ideas. We were proud to learn about history, exchange thoughts civilly, and share our ideas. So how is it that in so short a time, in the era of most prominent peace, that we have allowed this total degradation of our culture, our history, and our pride to be so common amongst ourselves that even our enemies, and even our enemies, how do we return to our core principles? How do we reinvigorate the pride and integrity that we had in ourselves as Americans? I ran for office as a voice of reason and critical thinking within this country. I supported personal accountability, fairness, usage of critical thinking. To take pride in one's country and in education is not wrong. But to stand idly by and say nothing as these mockeries of our Constitution continue is a grave offense. I remember the tales of how brave the Congress was to stand up for the freedom of the Constitution, of our Constitution, uh, that our Constitution entails. I remember the lessons I learned when Congress used to care about the freedom of our people and not oppress and suppress it. When will we gain the strength to resist their manipulations? When will we fight back? When will the aristocracy, when will the aristocrats that we have have stationed themselves so far away from the people who granted them such power fight for what is right and what is liberty and what is just? I see a revolution rising and along in the making. A war that we, the forgotten people, will fight and will win, not with our arms, but with our ideals. For nearly a century, the liberal machine has craftily seeped into every aspect of our lives. We've let it go so unnoticed, so uninterrupted for years. The only voices that were noticed in this mass infiltration has been shut down and silenced 
labeled crazy and shamed into submission by the masses and they were run by the liberal machine time and time again history repeats itself when we get complacent and allow our freedoms to be eliminated the time to stand up and fight back is now we are to be complacent no more let us take pride in our education let us take pride in our god let us take pride in our country and our state and let us take pride in our great country of the united states of america and that is the first uh speech that i'll give for this uh for this and it, and i'm going to be redoing this episode so uh you can tell me what you think of it but i'm going to be redoing this episode anyway um this is just a test to see if this microphone is working pretty well to see how long it takes to to go through this and i'm looking here this particular script was about four or five uh four or five pages Let's see one two three four five and it took about 20 minutes it gives me 10 minutes to continue doing some some commentary so this this gives me a little a little viewpoint here on on the, the things that I can do on the direction that I can go how long any one script should be or anything of this of the sort of thing like that so it, it gives me a lot that I can work with a lot that I can that I can uh, be uh, happy with on as to how things are to be with this and so so it gives me a lot to work with and, and I'm you know I'm happy with it I'm happy that the test is going right and I'm happy that I'm actually going forward with this now in the future and more episodes as we come forward because I'm going to be continuously writing more scripts and I'm going to be doing a story I don't know how often I'll be ha- I'll do this because I do work I do have a job and I still have a campaign to run and this radio show will help the campaign out a lot but I'm going to try to do at least one episode a week, maybe two. I have two off days. So if I can have my both off, both my off days, I get called into work so often that it's hard to do that. But if, if I can continuously have the things that I need to have to, uh, no, let me see. Uh, uh, yeah, but I'll text that message there. That I can, you know, if I can continue to have the things that I need, the time, the the development time, uh, the ability to sit back down and just write these scripts out and do things. Yeah, I'll have I'll have various friends of mine, guests that will come on to the show, and we'll have interviews with them, and we'll talk for quite a, quite a while, quite a lengthy detail. One of the very first episodes that I'm going to do is going to be a Hispanic friend of mine is going to come on to the show, and we're going to talk about the about the greatness of America, and that is what well, that is really what this entire radio show, this entire podcast, is about. It's about the greatness of America, the story of America, and all of its faults and all of its blunder, all of its glories, and all of the things that America has been able to accomplish. No country as great as America is without faults and is without a dark past. But if we were to allow the darkness, to overcome the light then we will be lost forever you know as a christian 
I believe in opportunity. I believe in optimism. I see the greatness in everything. And going forward with this episodes, with this radio show, I like to to uh, have people be reminded of the great Louis Armstrong and his song "What a Wonderful World." And you know, when he would do the spoken intro to his his um, his song "What a Wonderful World," he'd talk about how the people were talking about how could you how could you love America? How can you love what's the country, the world? And he would sit back and he'd say, well, sit back and listen and let me tell you about what makes us such a wonderful world. And that's really the the case of America. There's so much great here. The greatness of America has been overshadowed by these liberal activists, by these big corporations, by people who have been in politics longer than I have been alive and they've done nothing but try to destroy the history of our country. And so the purpose that I'm going to be going forward with these episodes will be to educate America on the great stories and great foundations of America and to display the truth in all aspects of it. I will not cover up anything and I will not censor any information. I'll be as thorough as possible when I go through the stories of America. And particularly when it's time to talk about things that are relevant, I'll go through the history of what happened in the Congress and the ratifications of things that happened in our Congress. That's going to be my goal. It's going to be what I intend to do in all of this. So with that being said, and that being the way that that I'm going to go with things, I am pleased very pleased uh, with with starting this and I hope that all of you will join me on the pathway for going forward with this and tune in and be supportive uh, go over to our website uh, well my website I can't say our there's no team it's just me it, you know I have a couple of, of surrogates that help me with my campaign but it's just me a one-person campaign. I fund it myself. I pay for all of it myself. The website. I had a friend of mine build the template, and then I paid for the rest of it. I build it all myself. I write all my legislation. I do all of my own research myself. Everything is paid for and sponsored by myself. The radio show is paid for by myself. And you know, the more support that I that we that I can get, the better. Because it, it, you know, it give me more encouragement to continue to make more of these to see that people are actually enjoying them, actually enjoying hearing a little bit more about American history from a different perspective. Um, for as a black man in America, to be able to see the things that are going on and to be able to to take advantage of some of these uh, great benefits that we have as Americans, it is one hundred percent astonishing to me that somebody would not take advantage of these of these i mean this this is the the this is the greatness of americans capitalism that i can make this radio show free of charge and broadcast it to as many places as would have me and as i continue to do so maybe i'm maybe i'll get some sponsors maybe i'll get some funding 
Uh, maybe I'll get some people that donate. But as I continue to do this and continue to expand my reach and my voice, it gives another voice, another viewpoint, another opinion. And it gives us another chance to have intellectual discourse about the history of this country and of the world in general. Because I won't just be limited to America. Because America itself is the story of the world. As America is the biggest melting pot in the history of civilization. And so we're going to be talking about a multitude, a variety of different things, particularly when it comes down to get down to things that I find most interesting. I love all of this. I love American history. I love history in general, prehistory, archaeology, paleontology, all of it's wonderful to me. I love it. I've studied it. It's what I it's what I it's what I dream of doing for my life. But as we get to things that I find more interesting, that I like a little bit more, you, you know, it's, it's going to be really easy to fill in the three to five hour gaps that the radio show is going to have. Uh, so I, I thank you guys for giving me the time to do this here. And I'm, like I said, I'm going to be redoing this particular episode because I was just doing this to test this microphone, see how it sounds. I'm going to have to go back and do some revisions to this old speech of mine, to this old script of mine. And I'm going to do a couple of revisions and make it better. And then uh, we'll come back and we'll redo this episode. And by that time, I'll have another script prepared for the next episode. And I think we'll be able to to really uh, go forward with this. And I think this was very enjoyable, very fun. Thank you guys for joining me, and I hope to see you all in the next episode.